How to use PowerShell for security. Welcome to the Exploring Information Security Podcast, where you will learn, explore, and grow your security mindset. I'm your host, Tim DeBlock, and in this episode, we will be exploring how to use PowerShell for security. And with me to do that today is Matt Johnson, creator of PoshSec. Matt, how are you? I'm doing great, Tim. How are you? Good. I am excellent. So before we get into anything really with PowerShell uh, and security uh, for our purposes, can you please describe what what PowerShell is, like kind of, I guess, what the idea is and, and essentially how do you get into it? Because I'm sure some people that have never heard about PowerShell before. Yeah, it's um, it was a very common question. PowerShell is a security um, thing in the afterthought. So PowerShell, where I started using it, was as a system administrator. Um, Microsoft released this several iterations ago to kind of replace the batch file and the VBS scripting on Windows. So automation, task scheduling, configuration, it is a not just a scripting language, but I would say more of a platform to um, enable people to manage their networks. Okay. And so how, how, now how, now when you go into a Windows computer, how do you start it up? You, it depends. Um, on Windows 8, you can just hit the start button and type in PowerShell and it'll launch PowerShell. Um, it's usually found on like Windows 8 host or Windows 7 host or below under the accessories area. You'll see start pro, all programs, accessories, Windows PowerShell. And you'll see both the command window PowerShell proper, and then the PowerShell ISE, the Integrated Scripting Editor, so that Microsoft provides you a nice GUI to be able to do code highlighting, syntax um, checking, the whole bunch of stuff, including debugging. Okay. So how did you uh, get your start with PowerShell? Like, What, what drew you to that, that uh, functionality? Microsoft Exchange, actually. Uh, years ago, I was a consultant in uh, Michigan, and we were um, starting to deploy Exchange 2007, and everyone's like, oh, man, you got to learn this command shell thing. And I, I was like, well, this is cool. So I actually took it upon myself to learn all the PowerShell stuff. And I, I think I was probably the first one in my office to completely use PowerShell to do um, Exchange administration on uh Exchange 2007. So everyone was clicking around in the GUI, and I was like, "Oh, look, I can do that in like two seconds in PowerShell." So, yeah, it's it's been a while since I've been, it's been a long time uh, for me using PowerShell. That's one of the great things that I like about PowerShell is that it it has a benefit of allowing you to write scripts so you can get tasks done. That you know, it's kind of actually adding your own your own button like your own easy button to some of the things that you need to do uh, as far as, you know, you need to grab a whole bunch of names and, and associate some form of, you know, user ID to like computers or something. Um, what, what do you see as kind of the biggest benefit to PowerShell? The biggest benefit to PowerShell really is actually it's ease of use. Um, I'm sure a lot of your listeners and yourself included have used batch files or VB scripts before or even JScript or WSF. 
there was uh, Windows scripting and automation was horrid until PowerShell came along. I think it's the big advantage is that the learning curve to get up to using PowerShell is no more than a couple commands away. And it's, uh, I think that's why it's going to be around here for the long haul is because of its ease of use and getting going with it. Okay. So uh, now how did, that, how did security, how did you kind of get involved in the security aspect of PowerShell? Well, I was working as a system admin for a um, convent, and I was just doing my day job, and I was talking to a friend, um, Will Steele. Unfortunately, Will passed away several years ago, but we were talking while he was going through chemotherapy, and we were just bantering back and forth. We kind of stared at security a little bit because we were like, oh, well, that's cool. That's where all the cool kids hang out. And we decided, well, let's get into information security by taking our love of PowerShell and applying it to the um, security space. So we worked hard until he passed, and I just I've kept on going and like to play with both the offensive and defensive side of uh, InfoSec with PowerShell. Okay, so how familiar do you have to be with PowerShell to start utilizing it for security? Like, do you need to kind of get some of the basics down, or can you just pretty much jump right into it? Well, that is a that's a good question. So, uh, as with everything, a little bit of basic knowledge can go a long way. One of the things that I recommend for people to get up and going in PowerShell are Don Jones's Month of Lunches books. Uh, there is version one and version two. The version two covers the more recent version of PowerShell, but it takes you in 30 days from never touching PowerShell to being at least a competent, uh, at least competent at the shell for system administration. So once you get to that point, you can take things like my project PoshSec and help you start doing some uh, things related to security. And of course, as with PowerShell and every other language like Ruby or Python, you could roll your own security stuff. So um, a good example would be for like registry entries. If you needed to make sure that a registry entry had a certain value and it needed to be locked down, you could do that all with PowerShell. You could build the blocks and then you can actually take with PowerShell and push it out to all your computers to ensure compliance across your whole network. And, and what, were the, what was the name of those books again? Don Jones's PowerShell in a Month of Lunches. <laughs> <laughs> That's an interesting name for PowerShell uh, <laughs> guide, I guess you could say. Well, you know, um, I actually took the MySec group, a, a subgroup of them, through that book, uh, probably about 30 people. And they just love this book. And I know some of them have gone back through it because PowerShell's, of course, not their standard thing they operate in, but it's, it's one of the better books out there. And then, of course, once you get into the more deep stuff, there are better books out there. But for the basic stuff, this is uh, the book to go read. Okay. I'll have to definitely check that out. Yeah, one of the things I've always had problems with, uh, especially with learning PowerShell, is that, and it's kind of been a little bit frustrating, is that you know you find these resources online. And you kind of start learning it and they start going through, you know, the basics. But I feel like I learn better when I have like a task so uh, to do. And I think I, I, I recently did have one of those opportunities to do that. And I kind of built my PowerShell pretty easily with just, you know, Googling and trying to figure out what this meant and what this did. And, and that and I slowly started picking it up. Uh, is, is there a certain way that you would recommend people learn PowerShell or is it kind of up to the individual? I think it's up to the individual, but I, I most people that I've worked with and 
helped guide through PowerShell is kind of actually uh, using the approach that you mentioned, is having a problem and going through it. I'm not a Ruby guy, but I wanted to write a Metasploit module. So I learned Ruby so that I could, I actually had a goal in mind. So the same thing that I did with Ruby and you've done with PowerShell, it works, it's one of those time-tested techniques. I have a problem, I need to solve it. And I think that PowerShell, because of its um, nature for how easy it is to get going with it, I think it's easier to go take a code example from the internet and modify it for your environment and push it out to uh, to your clients. So, is there, is, speaking of Ruby, there's also like Python is pretty popular within the security community. Is there is there a language that kind of helps with crossover, or is there one that's kind of similar that that would help people? get going good with PowerShell? Well, PowerShell is a very unique uh, thing. When they first designed PowerShell, they actually took things from Perl and Python and Ruby and every other language out there and kind of smushed them all together into a language. So you'll see some, uh, some very common themes from different languages in there. I don't know if there's really one that would get you going a little bit um, further. I mean, probably the more help, uh, probably the easiest way to learn PowerShell is to kind of have a have a little understanding of how Windows works. That it's more of an API-based file system instead of a file-based, well, API-based operating system as opposed to a file-based operating system. So just knowing that how that kind of works will help immensely when you're learning PowerShell. Okay. So let's get into the, the, the meat of this uh, podcast right now. What is the best way to utilize PowerShell for security? Well, it uh, depends on your focus. So on the offensive side, let's take that uh, there's the pow- there's PowerSploit written by uh, Chris Campbell and Matt Graber. Or there's some stuff written by Carlos Perez. There's the Veil framework. There are many other things um, out there that will help you on the offensive side of security. On the defensive side of security, right now, I, and it's maybe because I haven't seen it, but my project Poshtek is probably the one of the easier ways to start working with security on the PowerShell side, on the defensive side. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about PoshSec. What uh, what do, what are you trying to do there? And and I guess what are some of the things that people can get out of going to PoshSec? PoshSec, the original goal was to enable people, system administrators, infosec pros, analysts, uh, you name it, on the defensive side to start utilizing PowerShell to do some of the things that need to be done. So when we first launched PoshSec, we focused on the top 20 controls back then in sand zones that I think uh, Mm -hmm. the Center for Internet Security now owns the top 20 controls. So we we went through the big bucket list of top 20 controls and we took the ones that we could do quick wins. So like uh, auditing user accounts, auditing programs, uh, there's a lot of the controls are built in there are built in PowerShell to be able to kind of report out and do baselines to compare systems so that you have a an advantage over time. And so Poshek is basically just a collaboration of all that, but 
there's more than uh, just the 20 controls in there now. We're starting to branch out into forensics areas, uh, more with baselining because baselining is a huge thing, especially if you want to see what's changed in uh, certain incidents or when you're doing uh, forensics. You want to see what's changed on the system since it last was run. So Pashek is pretty much an we're trying to make it an all-encompassing defensive um, tool, uh, so to say. So, so is it primarily focused on defense then? It is. Um, I think that um, the specifically the power exploit guys are doing a wonderful job over there on the offensive side. They have some really cool tools. I would recommend checking them out. They, um, I know that they uh, they work equally as hard as we do on Poshsec, and it shows. It is a wonderful set of um, PowerShell commands. Okay, so do you think PowerShell works better for offense or defense? That's a good question. Um, I'm I'm primarily a defensive guy. I you know I when they let me, I get to play with the offensive side of stuff, <laughs> <laughs> which is not that often. They right. Stay on the blue side, you know. Um, I, I think that it, it it's it's really is up to how you look at things, how you look at the world, because I don't look at the world from an um, attacker's mindset a lot of the time. So I'm sure that if I look from attacker's mindset, I think that maybe that would be an easier thing to do, but they're trying to evade things. I'm trying to catch things. So I think it's probably split down the middle, to be really honest with you. It's uh, both hard both ways, but it's easy and fun both ways. So Right, yeah, it, and I, 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 that's what I love uh, about what you're doing, especially with Poshsec. There is, that I think, there's a lot of focus. At least the sexy side is is on the offensive side. This, you know, this kind of reminds me of uh, of baseball a little bit, and like like chick stick the long ball. Um, so the defense doesn't get a lot of love, but uh, you know, it's good. It's good to hear that people are actually some people are actually just focusing on that. I think he, I do think you need to know how to do both sides, and it sounds like you you at least know. How how to get into trouble if they let you play the offensive tools, but um, I trouble's think, probably a good word, right? Yeah, I think I think uh, I think that's great because I'm I'm primarily a blue team. I kind of want to stay primarily a blue team. I'm not looking to switch over to you know full time pen testing because um, I kind of I like the I I like defense even in baseball. I've I've always kind of had a uh, I'm always a little bit of a softy for the defensive player that uh, uh, makes a defensive play. So. Well, I look at it this way is um, I got I, I like the blue team side because I think it's harder. Honestly, mm-hmm. uh, you hear about breaches and you hear about people getting hacked or owned or all this stuff. And you don't hear about, oh, man, yeah, they just, you know, they, the government did a cyber assault against, you know, this nation. You know, you don't hear that. You right. hear, oh, we're getting attacked. So. Um, automatically you're already behind the eight ball in public opinion because you know oh defense you know oh man you you do defense i'm I'm sorry it's not (laughs) as sexy but i don't know i pay for a house with being defense so i think it's quite sexy right right yeah well and i think it's uh it's you know there's all the incident responses and stuff but um, you know, you can build good good defensives that that kind of trip people up. So I think like it, I think like what you're getting at is there's a little bit more of a challenge there, in uh, trying to keep people out, especially with uh, all the vulnerabilities and, and new techniques coming out. Uh, so what are some of the mistakes that you've made using PowerShell for security? Tried to do it all. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, just like every other tool. 
PowerShell meets the needs for some and doesn't for others. So where uh, setting access control lists, to be really honest with you, is one of the most painstakingly difficult things to do in PowerShell. But on the other hand, auditing your users, ensuring that they're there, auditing processes, mm-hmm. um, auditing file structure, those are all really easy wins. So I, I think trying to make PowerShell do something that it really can't do because of the limitations of Windows or PowerShell or even .NET. Um, a good example is don't try to suck a 10-gig log file into PowerShell. <laughs> um, you want to see a really slow system? <laughs> <laughs> don't ever do that. So I, I think just trying to overdo it. So I like to look for quick wins. I have some stuff in the pipeline that I'm working on behind the scenes to do some bigger wins, but trying to step out of what the sys tool can do is probably the biggest mistake I've made. Um, also, to be to be honest, is not documenting uh, stuff enough. So <laughs> I think that's always a problem for people. <laughs> it is, but it's even for people who write code or release tools so hey i want to get started with poshtech okay go read this art and here's how to get started well those don't work for me so kind of being able to back up what my stuff does be or my team stuff does with documentation and the proper um knowledge transfer is probably one of the bigger mistakes that I've made. And I, I'm currently working to correct that. I think I've wrote, written more help files in the last month than I have actual <laughs> PowerShell code. So, Yeah, that's good. Um, what? So it kind of sounds like kind of access management. Is that is that what you're getting at with the easy wins there? Like yeah. kind of auditing to make sure people don't have permissions they don't need or uh, yeah. that. And and. That, that's interesting because we're actually looking for an auditing management solution at at work, <laughs> and I've got a guy that is in love with PowerShell, um, yeah. and he's he's the guy I'm kind of trying to learn from. And we're using it in a couple places. I ran one the other day to clear out a bunch of accounts, so um, that just hadn't been used in a while. So the missing piece, though, I, I will say with PowerShell is um, some of the ease in automating and doing management of your entire network, okay? So if you have 10,000 hosts, how do you verify that a registry key is on all those 10,000 hosts or not on those 10,000 hosts and present it to somebody, um, let's, like, examples, um, a uh, junior-level admin. How do, you, how do you have them do that with PowerShell? You're going to have to teach them a whole lot of PowerShell to get this little result, right? So one of the things we also have in Poshtech is what we call the Poshtech framework, and this is written by Ben Ten. So we've actually taken a GUI and wrapped it around some of the PowerShell stuff, but we've also added logging, task scheduling, network scanning, um, script targeting. So that missing piece that you actually have to build or use another tool, we're providing free of charge at, uh, via the Poshtech project. Yeah, that's great. Well, and like we discussed earlier, it's kind of more or less if you need to, if you need a PowerShell script or you're trying to accomplish something with PowerShell, you kind of go online. And it sounds like PoshSec is a great, great, uh, uh, great resource there. Yep. All right. So, is there anything else you'd like to mention that we haven't already discussed? 
I think uh, I, I think that people should try PowerShell out. Um, I'm a Windows guy. I'm not afraid to say it. Um, <laughs> I do have a Linux box sitting in the basement that has dust on the on the CD-ROM tray. Um, but I, but I, I think that just because it runs on Windows, it, there may be a negative connotation out there or people looking down at it. And I actually think this is where power users of the of Linux or other operating systems can probably hang their hat on there's there's actually something on Windows that they're doing right. Um, it wouldn't be some you know it's not just a random little old tool. There's there's information security professionals, uh, Matt Graver and Carlos Prez, who are MVPs in PowerShell, and they're huge infosec minds. So I just want to say. Try it out if you haven't. It, it it will make your life as an information security professional better or as a system administrator, auditor. It, it is a tool that will help you on Windows. So just one last pitch to uh, use PowerShell. No, I, I, I agree. Like I said, we've it, instead of having to, you know, do the do the uh, the impossible, it kind of makes things possible. I'm not going to go through 10,000 computers to find out if there's one registry key set or not. Uh, and I think PowerShell lets you do things that you wouldn't normally be able to do in an easy way. You just click a button. I mean, you, you know, you got to spend some time writing uh, the, the code for it. But after that, it's one button and, you know, you can use it whenever down the road again. Exactly. Reusability. I mean, that's, that's everyone else's motto. That, that's why you see a whole lot of tools in Python because of uh, Python's ability to be used everywhere. And PowerShell, while it's on Windows, but how many organizations, 90% of their hosts are Windows? So this just, it, it gives, it kind of levels the playing field. And I think that's important. All right, and that will do it. Hopefully you learned something. If you didn't, drop me a line on Twitter at Timothy D. Block or email me at timothy.dblock at gmail.com. And let me know what you didn't learn, and we'll try to cover it in a future podcast. You can follow Matt at MWJ Computing on Twitter. He, I, I believe you also have a GitHub. I don't have that URL in front of me. Yeah, uh, github.com slash MWJ Computing or slash Poshek, P-O-S-H-S-E-C. All right. Any anything else you'd like to plug? Um, come if you're at DerbyCon or GurCon, come say hi. I'm speaking at both uh, spots, and I, I would really love to talk to anybody, uh, not just about PowerShell, about anything. Just come say hi. Okay. So. All right. Well, that's gonna do it. Have a good one. You too.